This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. This is TechCrunch. Here's your daily crunch. In an effort to present itself as a viable competitor to the reigning short-form video platform TikTok, YouTube announced today its rival service, YouTube Shorts, is now being watched by over 1.5 billion logged-in users every month, less than two years after its launch. By comparison, TikTok announced 1 billion monthly users in September 2021. Though it hasn't announced updated figures since, TikTok was forecast to hit the 1.5 billion per month user figure sometime this year. Related to its new milestone, YouTube also promoted Shorts' ability to drive viewers to creators' long-form video channels as a byproduct of its investments in Shorts. It's referring to the trend as the rise of the multi-format creator, but in reality, it seems to be more an admission that YouTube still sees more value in its longer-form content. However, YouTube's report doesn't take into account how TikTok has been steadily inching into its territory with long-form content of its own and could potentially lure creators to a platform where both shorter and longer content is more intertwined. Up next, Amazon Fire TV revealed an updated user interface that aims to improve the navigation experience for users. Instead of a text menu item, there will now be an icon-based navigation bar that offers quick access to popular destinations, including Home, Find, Live, and My Stuff, with icons like a magnifying glass, bookmark, house, and so forth. The changes are meant to address some of users' complaints about last year's Fire TV makeover by refining several features bringing back missing sections and simplifying navigation. The new navigation menu was tested back in April and will slowly roll out to Fire TV devices. And Netflix greenlit Squid Game The Challenge, a reality competition series based on the popular South Korean drama that, luckily, doesn't have people killing each other Hunger Games style, and will offer a cash prize of $4.56 million. Not only will this be the largest cash prize a competition show has ever seen, it will also feature the biggest ever reality TV cast with 456 contestants. Recruitment is now open on Squid Game Gamecasting.com and Netflix is looking for 456 English-speaking players. Netflix says Squid Game The Challenge will have 10 episodes and it will be filmed in the UK. 
Now let's see what's going on in the world of startups. Canadian fintech giant Wealthsimple, which was valued at $4 billion as of last year, is laying off 159 people, or about 13% of its staff. The Toronto-based company has been a leader in the realm of democratizing financial products for consumers, including stock trading, crypto asset sales, and peer-to-peer money transfers. Gray Noise Intelligence, a Washington, D.C.-based cybersecurity, is a self-styled anti-threat intelligence company that provides essentially a spam filter for internet threat alerts. The company has landed $15 million in Series A funding to expand its threat collection capabilities and help protect organizations from emerging vulnerabilities. And PocPoc, a Toronto-based edtech company, has announced that it raised $3 million in seed funding to expand its play-based learning experiences for kids. The startup launched its PocPoc Playroom app, which encourages kids to learn through independent play and launched with six digital toys that grow with the child as they age up. That's all for today. For more from TechCrunch, go to TechCrunch.com. Spoken Layer. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.